Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, there comes a time in a man's life where we just got to hit record. I'm Black Mike Johnston. <laughs> That's right. That's you're right. A you're, you're, you're a legend. I am Black Mike Johnston. <laughs> not quite as good, though. I'm not quite as good as at drumming. I'm not quite as good at, at teaching, and I don't have close to as many followers. I'm Black Mike Johnston. <laughs> Why the heck was I saying that? I'm Black. I'm Black Mike that Johnson. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Neil Peart. Buggy <laughs> Phil's already having fun with this, with his drops today. Gosh, <laughs> shut up. I'm the cool person in this group, all right? That's right. I've said all those things, and I have no idea why I said that. This show is going to go better than this. <laughs> or this What one. is wrong with you, Zildjian? That's a classic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a classic, dude. This fool doesn't know how to play gospel chops. This fool sucks. <laughs> sometimes, dude. Sometimes I don't know. I don't know. Things just come out of my mouth. First of all, why are you asking me that? Stop <laughs> saying it around me or I will punch you in the face. Oh, my gosh. You forgot that one, huh? I'm an idiot. Die. I hope you all die. <laughs> why would i say that i'm i'm such a positive person sometimes <laughs> then every every once in a while dude stop talking to me shut up <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna buy him dude <laughs> unbelievable i hope you guys are uh having a great day it's bright and early on monday it's actually late but we're here we're doing the show we're just you know we're here to talk into microphones and just be the best freaking podcast on the airwaves on the interwebs i'm black mike johnston <laughs> why do you love that one so much Dude. you're a true drummer Corey. oh my gosh <laughs> that's i don't know what mike johnston would think about that somebody's gonna like send it to him and be like i don't know man these fools are just talking about you well you know he's supposed to come on our show right he did agree like four times and then we we're like, all right, cool. We'll get back to you. So we and stood I, him up. <laughs> I think so. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's like, obviously Mike Johnson's very busy and like, I don't know what, I don't know. Like, so we were like, okay. But then we like went on break and then he was like, he's like, yeah, I would love to. And then I don't know, man. Oh, we're scumbags. No, it wasn't really like that. It was just kind of like when we reached out again, it was just kind of like things got busy. Like when you try to have somebody like Mike Johnson on your show, you need to act on it. Like if he's like, sure, I'd love to let's schedule it. You need to be like, cool. How's next week? Or like, how's the 25th of June? Yeah. You know? And then he's like, cool, let me put it on my calendar. And then you guys, you fulfill that agreement, mm. but you don't go, okay, cool. We'll schedule you. And then a few weeks later, it's like, okay, when can we schedule you? And that's not me or you. We had somebody that was doing the scheduling. She just dropped the ball. So that's it. So sorry, Mike Johnson. You're great, though. We love you. Yeah. You know, you play Aquarian. We play Aquarian. I play Zildjian, and I hope to play Minel very soon. We're better teachers, Phil. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've I've gone on record and said that he's like the best in the business at what he does and what we do. He he he's what every drummer is like that teaches is aspiring to be. So, what I mean, it doesn't matter coming from me. Who's who am I? But I think Mike Johnson's a great drummer. The nicest guy I've met him before. The nicest guy, just super cool. And he's a lot like I'm, he's pretty much like you, but he's white. Yeah, I'm darker. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm black Mike Johnston. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. I don't know what I was even saying. Sometimes things uh, you said it like four or five times in that episode. It was good. I did. Oh my gosh. I must've been on one for some reason. Yeah. I, had a I say things of samples dude, to choose from on that. 
I say things sometimes to my wife and like, I don't know, like, or that's like to musicians sometimes where it's like, I'm not really thinking. I'm just like probably thinking about something else. Like my wife wanted me to go to a party one time, like a get together. And then I was like, just like, like kind of taking a nap. And I was just like, I don't know. She's like, come on, babe. Can you get dressed? Let's go. Like, let's just go. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go. But I'm not talking to anybody unless I got a mouthful of cookies. And she's like, what? <laughs> what? And it was like full conviction. Like, and she's just like, what does that mean? I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just saying. And like, yeah, like on the on one of my gigs this weekend, like we set up, we did sound check, and then Kevin's like, Kevin Freebie's like, man, we sound great. Like the sound is really great. And I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, we should all get endorsed together. <laughs> He's like, we started laughing. And I'm just like, yeah, man. I I wasn't even like it didn't even really cross my mind. It wasn't like I was searching for a compliment or something. It was just kind of like, yeah, man, we should all get like super like casual nonchalant. Like, yeah, man, we should all get indoors together. And then I just start like walked away to get like coffee or something. And you were you trying to make a joke or were you just no. were you being serious? <laughs> it's just like I just said it. Like I knew it would be funny, but like I just it just I just said it. Like just came out. And he was like, could not stop laughing. He's like, I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. Sometimes I just say stuff. Yeah, man, we should get endorsed. Yeah, we should get endorsed together for like, sound, for like good a bass sound. player and a drummer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, all right, guys. Well, anyways, it's the Drum Brigade podcast. I'm Corey Kingston. That's Funky Phil. Yes, sir. Welcome, Funky Phil. Dude, me and you need to get new Drum Brigade shirts. These Drum Brigade shirts have seen better days. Oh, man, is I don't even wear my gray one anymore. Yeah, the, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I'm not representing my company very well. Tattered. Like, I'm, yeah, it's just tattered, dude. And like old school, like maybe we're doing that. Maybe it's like the old school tour shirts, you know, that people will pay thousands and thousands of dollars for, but they're just ratted and tatted. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Let's just let's just say yeah. that. Whoa, look We're at your just, head. You got a clean yeah, cut. I got hair. Nope. <laughs> you got fuzz. Corey cut all his hair off again. Check this out. My my barber, cool guy. He was. Like he's not dead. He just moved. But <laughs> during the pandemic okay, so like I always said that my barber has like an attitude and I would always like borderline be on a soapbox. Like he hasn't like when you go to like barbers barber shops, it's a it's a it's a, it's especially like black barber shops, it's like a specific thing, man. You feel like you can feel intimidated or you can like just fit in and talk about like anything under the sun, girls, politics, but yeah, most of the time it's just a weird situation for me, you know, like, but so I, I had to go and like get my haircut and then like my, my, my barber would be like, like singing or like rapping super loud, like almost yelling, like at the top of his lungs, like while he's cutting your hair, he's like li blasting like old school hip hop and like he's rapping every word like while he's cutting you, but like loud. <laughs> like loud loud or he's just singing and it's just like way off key and he's just like loud like yelling like it's almost startling you know but then like there's some times where i'd be like hey man how you doing and then he'd just be like i'm good and just start like cutting your hair like and not saying a word the whole like 30 minutes i'm just sitting there like oh boy like way in my own head like oh man this dude does not like me and I, so I went funny. to him like for over like five years. So then during the pandemic, I started cutting my own hair because supposedly barbershops were closed, even though they didn't close. <laughs> and this is a kind of, hey, this one time. But anyways, I just like, so I started trying to cut my own hair the way that he would do it and it was turning out terrible. And so one day I just decided I'm just going to shave my hair off like I used to when I was a kid. And then that's like where I'm at now. So then I was like, dude, I'm like saving, I'm like saving money. But then I went, to him like in the middle of the pandemic like i had a video shoot and i was like dude i need to get a real haircut and so i went in and then i gave him the normal amount and then he's like oh uh yeah our prices went up and so it was like already like 20 bucks 
mm. plus tip. And now he's like, oh, it's like 25 now plus tip. I'm like, bro, 25 bucks to like give me a short haircut that looks like a little bit better than me, like cutting my own hair. And so I was like pretty irritated, like that's too much. And so I just, that was already irritating. And then like the attitude of like yelling in my ear and then not talking. And like, I was just like, I'm over this. Yeah. And so I started cutting my own hair. And then I heard through the grapevine that that fool moved to a different state. So I'm like, okay, good. I'm out. Now I don't have to feel guilty. Nice. So I'm just like, I think I'm cutting my own hair now from now on. Yeah. That's why yeah. how I've been rocking it. Yeah, man. I gave myself a fresh cut this week too. You didn't even notice. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Looking like a Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> One time you shaved all your hair off. It happens. I that that used to be my go to. That's when you were like part of that skinhead like neo Nazi gang. Yes. In yeah. prison. Uh huh. Super racist. Super racist. As as racist as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That was Charlotte. My lovely wife convinced me to. She she tricked me, dude. She was like, "Oh yeah, you should grow your hair out. I'll help you cut your hair. I'll I'll give you haircuts and stuff." Because part of it was like, I don't want to pay to get my hair cut, and so she we had this <laughs> we had this understanding where it was like, okay, she's gonna cut my hair. I'll grow it out longer. She likes that. That's cool. And then uh, she, she eventually just kind of stopped cutting my hair. <laughs> Why? Because she didn't like it? She didn't like doing it, I think. And, <laughs> and she's busy. And like, I don't know. That's what wives are supposed to do. So I, I just eventually I took it upon myself and I figured out how to how to give my myself some good snips. Yeah. <laughs> or decent. I should say Dude, decent snips. Should, I'm no barber. I feel like you should just let it go, Phil, and just have a straight-up pony, dude. Ponytail? Yeah. You might as well, you know, have a ponytail. <laughs> oh, Zach yeah. Zach Nature said it. I could play fusion jazz. You should have a pony, dude. A long one, though. 80s fusion jazz. Yes. With the toms yes. that sing like... Doom. Yes. 8-inch <laughs> rack, 10-inch rack. 12-inch rack. No, 11-inch. Get real <laughs> deep. <laughs> and by, like, and and it's, like, 8 by 10 or, like, 10 by 8, you know? Like, it's yeah, deep. Super deep. Deep toms, yeah. Like, cannons. I already ordered them. Man. Pony. Phil with a pony is just a strong look, man. <laughs> you can just imagine it. <laughs> oh man we didn't even like we didn't even like really do our intro like we normally do we just straight jumped right in head first talking about haircuts black mike johnson yeah yeah well anyways let me just say this really quick if you guys want any info on drum brigade you want drum lessons you want drumsticks you want t-shirts backpacks all kinds of different things just check out drumbrigade.com and um we will fulfill all of your ambitions whether that be becoming whatever color you are, Mike Johnston, <laughs> or I don't know, rocking the dopest, like dopest merch in the drum community. Yeah. You can be as handsome as Dave Elich. All right, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Phil, I already put in 20 miles this morning. Where'd put in drive? 20 miles on my bicycle. Yeah, right. Yep. Nope. Woke up at 6.30, made the coffee. Dang. Had my tights already ready to go. That's awesome. And um, put in the miles, man. I'm trying to do that like three to four days a week. I woke up at 6.30, straight up changed a diaper. <laughs> Wait, isn't he like three years old? Yeah. He just turned three a week ago. Fool's ready to start driving, man. He got to potty doing, train that fool. He, he, we're doing the training, you know. You know what? Forget it. I don't like Minel anymore. What's his name? Minel? The symbols? <laughs> Are you talking about my child? The human being? <laughs> yeah. Lionel. I don't like Lionel anymore, man. Milo? <laughs> Milo. 
every week, every week I just choose somebody to not like, and he's the guy. Oh, it's messed sick up. of him and his attitude. He's such a little sweetheart. All right, I like him. <laughs> he's all right, little Lionel. Milo, <laughs> little Lionel. His name should be Lionel, dude. You thought it's my, way better. You thought I named my son after a symbol company. It's jacked <laughs> up, Corey. <laughs> His name is Milo. Milo? <laughs> Someone <laughs> has been thinking about symbols a lot. <laughs> His name is Milo. <laughs> you don't even make sense right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, Funky Phil. So I wake up now at like, because the time is going to change, right? Like November 7th, time is changing. Oh. oh yeah. And so 7 o'clock will now be 6 o'clock. And Ooh. so I'm trying to get ready for like, I want to wake up at 6 o'clock because I haven't been doing that since I got back from tour. And so I want to be like, the sun is rising at 6 o'clock. So I want to be like on my bike. I want to be like pretty much on my bike as the sun is rising, but that's really hard for me to get out of bed when it's still dark. So I, right now I'm waking up at about 6.15, 6.30 to try to be out the door by 7 or 7.30. Whoa. And, but the sun is rising at 7. So I'm like, oh man, it's really hard. It's really hard. And anyways, the problem is this. I ride like, I ride a good 20 miles on my morning ride, right? But I'm still... Um, intermittent fasting. Mm. So it's eleven thirty nine right now, and I haven't eaten anything. But I've already like rode, and I'm ha on my second cup of coffee. So my my metabolism is bananas right now, and I'm super hungry. Yeah, but you know I'm trying to comfortably fit back in those large shirts. You know what I'm saying? So, I know what you're saying. I, got, I do. I, I do my exercise at night usually. I can't do after that after I the kids sleep. after the kids go to sleep, I get on a little joggy thing. Nice. I can't do it though. Am I like I? I mean, I do. I do night rides sometimes, but especially since the time is changing, it just cuts so much into my day. And I used to think that you, I can't ride that many miles without eating. I have to eat, but then like, so that's why I wouldn't go on morning rides. And believe me, I'm not a morning person, but like the older that I'm getting, the more I'm just like, oh man, I gotta like, I just gotta do it. Like successful people start their day early and they, you know, if, if I'm going to be a successful musician, I'm not going to live like the musician rock star, like cliche lifestyle, like, you know, go to bed at two in the morning and wake up at noon and that's what i used to do and i used to like kind of work my business that way too like not start like i would go on a bike ride and then i would get home at like two o'clock and then i would like start trying to work and then i'd be working till like 1 30 in the morning and yeah it just doesn't work for me so anyways that's why my brain is loopy right now and i'm saying random stuff because i haven't eaten anything and i'm freaking hungry i'm freaking hungry too yeah, man, I got this orange right here. I'm gonna go to El Bronco. Oh, I man. miss that. El Bronco is bomb, dude. Their um, their chili relleno burritos, <sighs> next level. Mm. Man, but they always run out. They oh, every time I call, they're like, "Sorry, we don't have those today." Um, what was I saying though? Uh, I I don't know. Yeah. I just You're just talking about how my kid is named after symbol company. Oh yeah, Milo. 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 <laughs> Milo. <laughs> I'm Black Mike Johnston. Milo. <laughs> Lil Lil Milo. <laughs> Off the rails. Dude, this full um this show is going to go <laughs> better than this. Yes, that's an appropriate drop. Uh, how was your week, Phil? Weeks. Uh, it was good, mostly. Yeah? Yeah. Played some gigs? I played some gigs. Yeah, Dang. Whitney came back to town, and I played a couple gigs with her. How was her tour? Sounded like it was amazing, mostly. 
there's some um it sounded like she didn't the UK was not the best. UK sucks all the time. Yeah, she said everyone How did she says get to that. go though. Like I thought I know it's not shut down, but Americans, are we allowed to go there? I guess so. Shows what I know. Yeah. I know you have to like show you have to have proof of vaccination for to go like to the European countries. Yeah, I think they had to do like testing and stuff, especially whenever they were going to a new country. Mm. But it sounded like it was a good time and we had some good gigs. We played on a I played on a paddle boat. Like an old like a Mississippi what? oh like river boat. Like a, it was like a three there was two indoor layers levels and then a, a roof deck. Oh, is that in boat. Mission Beach? Um yeah, Mission like Bay. The, the bay, yeah. And you yeah. just go from like with that hotel to the hotel. Yeah, the Bahia oh, or something, and we just yeah. It was like this. Uh, this dude Ken Rexroad does these these uh shows where he gets a bunch of, you know, different bands, and uh, yeah, there was a stage on each floor. I mean, there was a on the first floor. There was a, a spot where bands were playing. Second floor, which is nice. where I played, and then the roof, like the top outside deck. There was like a couple, um, some like solo, guitar singer, blues dudes playing out oh, there cool. too. But I've done that gig before, but it wasn't like a show. It was just kind of like Marcel had like a an offer to do it, and it was like it was like on a Saturday afternoon or something. It was trying to get the ho- the hotel patrons to like jump on the boat and experience it, and so they did something where they gave away like free something, like, and so the first set we did like we had to play while the boat was moving, and then we had to stop when the boat stopped. Or something like that. Oh, and then, weird. or we had to play like something like that, where it was like weird. It was like really short sets. And then we had to do like five, like 20 minute sets or something. And yeah. We only first did a set. We played 70 minutes. That was it. Oh, wow. Because like the first set was like packed out with people, like just packed. And then, like, once we got to the next stop of where the boat stopped, Everybody got off, and then we were playing to like two people for the rest of the night. Oh, brutal! See, this the ours was like a like people had to buy tickets in advance, and they just stayed on. It was like a Halloween party. Oh, okay. So, um, there was three bands on each level. Like, uh, there's three. So on the second level, three different bands played. Luckily, we played first. So, <laughs> but then we were stuck on the boat till like 11, like we were done at like oh. eight or something or eight thirty, and we were stuck on the boat till like eleven. Oh yeah, I say I stuck, but too. it was fun. We were hanging out, and you know, we could see the other bands play and go up and down the boat. It yeah. was cool. It was a good time. I remember the load in was crazy too. It was like, oh, every time you load in onto a boat, it sucks. But um, yeah, well, there was like a, the the. The third band that was playing on our level supplied the drums, so I, I just oh, nice. had to bring a couple things. Oh, dude, I would have got off that boat then. No, but then it, you have to Uber it, all the it way left. back. It like was out in the bay. Oh, <laughs> it didn't like dock at the next hotel and then dock back at no, the end. No, no, like this, the one I did was like a relay between both hotels. Yeah, no, this just it, it like people got on board. It was you know scheduled to depart at a certain time and just like cruise around the bay. Okay. Until like eleven, and then come dock. So everyone. Those are so fun. So no one could leave. Wow. Which was cool. I mean, then there was plenty of people there the whole time. It wasn't like it didn't that thin out. Fun. It was a good time. I, everyone was wearing I, costumes and stuff. I love those kind of gigs, man. Like I, I did one too in the in the like San Diego Harbor, like by Coronado Bridge, and it was just like it was a corporate party thing, and it was like they rented out like a not a yacht, but it was like a boat like that, like where you could, it, they had bars and different floors and we played on the top deck. It was like the horn blower or something. It wasn't a horn blower. It was, it was much smaller than that. It was just like, but it was like these, this guy was like trying to flaunt that he was like, he was, it was all for like a video. Like he was like trying to, he started like a young entrepreneur. And then he was like, yeah, this is going to be like a yacht party. And he invited like high people, like, you know, to impress them and then a band and, it ended up being it. Ended, it was whatever. It ended up being fine. It was cool, but it was like it was just a lot of fun, like being on the harbor at night and like seeing the city, like the skyline. And I always love those. I always love being on the water. I love I love playing those kind of gigs. But I've done I've done quite a few of those. 
I did one one time in the Oceanside Harbor. You know, it's like teeny. Uh-huh. And it was on like just an average boat. It was like, <laughs> like a sailboat or something. Oh, and so sketchy. I had like... I had like a teeny tiny, I, when I had that, that um, I forget what that company was, but that little tiny drum set, it had like a 14 inch floor. Oh, the, or, the Odery, right? Odery, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Brazilian company. I had like that floor tom, I mean that kick drum and like a, a snare and like I think a cymbal. And I, I, didn't, I don't even remember if I had a hi-hat. And it was like, I mean, I had like no room to set up. Oh man. <laughs> it was like, it was really fun though. And it was just like, we just, it was the same thing where like people would just get on and like tour around the, go for a little Harbor cruise. He wouldn't even go out of the Harbor. He just like cruised around at like five miles an hour or whatever. And like, we were just playing like rock and roll songs. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love those though. It was like, didn't pay anything like barely anything but i was like yeah i'll do it like i just love being on the water yeah so that's yeah. cool though yeah it was fun get a couple gigs um i can't remember when was the last time we met up um me and you yeah oh we had uh i played with anthony i had milo Smith? milo's birthday no, oh, yeah. the the Fallbrook kid, Anthony Collins, oh, yeah. the sh- young young gun shredder. You're just a blues master these days. I it, I tend to do a lot of blues these days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of shuffle action, dude. Yeah, dude, like Fallbrook is a blues town, but like, yeah, you know, you're uh, you're just you're, you're cornering the market of blues players. Yeah, well, it's I'm having fun, some blues and soul and funk stuff. Um. Yeah, it was mostly good. A friend of cool. one of my friends on the East Coast died, though. Oh, it sucked. That sucks from yeah. COVID. No, he a car accident. Oh some, man, he was driving a truck, and some uh, apparently some impatient jerks both tried to pass him at the same time, and they hit each other. Oh, and and uh, they walked away fine, but they in the process did. knocked his truck off the road and. Oh. And he's gone now. Man, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, I lost some, like a friend of a friend, my dad, my mom and dad's friend, like his neighbor of my grandma. And like they're, we've known, I've, they've known me since I was a little kid, but same kind of thing. His wife was just driving and she was older, but she, a guy on meth like crossed over the like center divider and just completely took her out and she died and he was fine. Sucks. I was like, I will, if it was me, if that was my wife, I would press charges to the fullest. I'm, I, I mean, the dude's not going to get away being on meth, but yeah, crazy. That um, sucks. I played, um, a, I've been playing like a bunch of, just a bunch of gigs, man. And like, like not like bad gigs, like just, not great gigs, like just corporate gigs, wedding gigs, like crazy. And um, I can't say it's been great, Phil. It hasn't been that great. It's been kind of irritating. <laughs> <laughs> I love having the work, you know, making money is great. But man, I'm just tired of, just stop getting married. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. There's so many things, dude. There's so many things. Let's not waste any more time. Forget it. Get it. Sick of this. I ain't trying to hear that right now.
every time I get on, there's just like 15 things I want to like soapbox about. What happened? <sighs> I don't know where to start. Let, okay. Every wedding's, every wedding's is the same. <laughs> every wedding is the same, dude. But I've been getting in the situations because, because there's so many people getting, like everybody's wedding got canceled. So because everybody's wedding got canceled, it's like, we we end up in these situations where there's not enough musicians to do these gigs. And so like the normal musicians that do these gigs and know how to do this kind of work kind of have to be spread out. We can't all be on the same gig and have this power, a great band that knows exactly how to run a wedding gig. So we have to spread out all these musicians to like help the people that don't really do this kind of work anymore, but they're available. So I end up on these gigs with like these fools, dude. Yeah. That like, and like, or we end up on these gigs where it's like, like I played a gig on Saturday and it was like a four piece band. So it was like a bass player, a guitar player and a singer and me. Yeah. And the singer's great. She's, she's, she's great. But she, it was just like, She's kind of, she's, she's, I mean, it's not an insult. She's a little bit green and she's a little bit timid and she's like, she doesn't have the confidence to lead a band, especially a four piece with no keyboard player. We're trying to play dance music with like a lead guitar player and a bass player, Oh, you know? And so that's what, I, that's what I mean. It's like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, this isn't what I'm doing. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, I'm trying to, man, I'm just trying to like work. But I'm like, man, I, I, you know, you have to set a standard. And th these people aren't complaining. They were happy. But I don't know, man. I'm just, uh And then, like, some of the musicians that we have to get teamed up with are just, like, I don't want to say, like, they're not, like, they're not, they're not bad musicians. But just some of the people that, like, come through. Like I, I totally respect and I love different personalities and stuff, but some people just don't have any class or any like sense or any, anything. Uh Oh, it's not, not, I can't be like too specific, but just like they, they just overstep their boundaries. They don't learn any of the material or they like, they just show up and think like, you know, you've never done this kind of work. And you've just, you're talking to me about like that you want to get your foot in the door with this type of work. This is what you want to do. You have ambition to do it. But then you show up like you've never even played a gig before. You know what I mean? Like you don't know any of the material. You're trying to like fumble through sheet music like I was saying last time. You're like, you're, you're sending emails like, hey man, I don't know that song. Can you send a chart? And like it's like what makes you think this person has time to write a chart for you write your own chart or just learn the song you know it's stuff like that like just over like like over the top like like etiquette stuff like you know like taking t like i don't know like going through the buffet line and like not being discreet and taking like three or four desserts you know what i mean like it's time to go back on but then like the whole band is on stage, like tuned up and ready to go. And you're still on at the table, like cutting your piece of chicken and like being like, well, I'm not done eating yet. I'm going to just stay right here. Ooh. It's like stuff like that where I'm just like, gosh, man, like what world am I in right now? That's musicians, you know, like, and then the, the other thing that just really like is just gotten under my skin, like no other is the vegetarian thing. Like I, I was on a gig a couple weeks ago and I go like, I'm, I'm, this is another situation where it's a bunch of dudes that like, aren't really, there's guys on there that are very seasoned and I've been working with for a long time. And then there's guys on the gig that I'm just like, what are you doing here? Or like, yeah, they're getting their feet wet and they, but they have to be worked in. And that, that's not my job. I'm not here to help you. Like I'm here working and you're getting paid the same amount as me. Okay. This is my real soapbox. One. I sit down and it's the same thing every single time. It's like Groundhog's Day. They're like kind of low-key irritated that they have to feed the band, but that's part of our freaking contract. <laughs> okay, so they're like, yeah, let's just get you guys fed and get you guys like out of our hair. 
So then they just put together any slop that they have back there to give to the band. And it's dis- it's dude, it's it's just like okay, so they bring out they're like, okay, well we're having like chicken or steak or whatever. And then they come to me and I go, "Hey, um it, like I'm I'm apologetic. Why am I apologetic? Hey, there should be one at least one vegetarian meal." Well, they didn't tell us there's a vegetarian. Okay, well, there should be. I don't know who you talked to, but I did my part. I put it on my worksheet that I'm a vegetarian and I did that like five years ago. Okay, yeah. so I don't know. Well, they didn't mention it to us. I'm like, I had a lady like look me in my eyes and say, Kevin Freebie never told me there was a vegetarian in the, in the, in the band. Kevin, the next day, showed me a text to that wedding planner that said, hey, there, she said, I need to get your meal request. He said, oh, yeah, there's at least one vegetarian. He showed me the text. That yeah. lady looked me in the eyes and said, he never told me there was a vegetarian. Yeah, we heard that one on the last soapbox. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, this time, the guy goes, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let me grab that for you. He comes back with a scoop of mashed potatoes, a scoop of, raw, like, plain noodles, no seasoning, no sauce, nothing, just noodles, mashed potatoes, and three asparagus. Three? Yeah. Hmm. And he's like, here you go. And I'm like, oh, oh, wow, thanks. Mashed potato noodles. That's, wow, that's a new one. Okay, let's carb it up, people. That sucks. And so I go, hey, man, I go, hey, um, sorry to bother you. Sorry to ask. I'm like, but do you have like any salt or pepper? Like maybe I can put on the noodles because there's no seasoning. It's just noodles. You boil noodles and you put it on a plate. I'm trying to like get some flavor on them. So I'm mixing them with my mashed potatoes. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, let me grab that for you. Never comes back. So I ate noodles, mashed potatoes, and three asparagus. That's pretty healthy. <laughs> I'm like, like, look, man, I'm like, look, okay, I'm grateful that we get fed on a gig. But no, you know what? No, I'm not even going to freaking say that. Like, we should be grateful that we even get food. No, because it's part of the contract. Yeah. It's part of the contract. That is it, like I cannot stand when people go, "Well, we'll just get you a salad." No, our contract says a hot meal. And so stop like acting like you're doing me a favor. That's part of the contract. Like me playing Uptown Funk is part of your contract. This is part of my contract. And so I shouldn't feel guilty. This is part of it. It's part of my pay. It's part of the negotiation. Yep. And like the fact that you slopped something together is like disrespectful. Shame on if I did my job that bad, if I showed up with with toms and that's all well, dude, they're drums. You know, like <laughs> that's the equivalent of boiled noodles with no yeah. seasoning. Yeah, I have a rack tom and a floor tom. And you're this is what you get. And I'm going to not even pour my heart into it. I'm not even going to put any seasoning. I'm just going to randomly play drums because that's how much effort I'm putting into it. That's like, that's how well you do your job. That's how much you care. <laughs> Dude, jump off a bridge. Well, who are you mad at in that situation though? I'm like, it seems like I, everybody. Whoever... I'm mad at you. Dang it. <laughs> and Milo. Milo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm not mad at milo i mean but is, that like, the, uh, is that on the wedding planner or is that on the caterer or both i'm, I'm mad at everybody that has to do anything with weddings <laughs> the people that get married the guy that's like trying to like take pictures like i'm mad at everybody everybody just don't freaking talk to me People try to talk to me like, hey, man, you guys are great. So what kind of music do you guys play? I'm just like, don't talk to me. You're like, put some seasoning on my noodles. Too. He's like, what are you talking about? It's not. Even, it's <laughs> just it's just the whole thing, man. It's just these people are just the worst. They're like trying to get out of paying all the time. They're trying to find something that you did wrong. You know, they're, they're, it's, it's just all of the above. My other beef. My other. All right, we'll just make it a short one, okay? My, well, that's the end of that one. Trying to hear Put some right freaking now. seasoning on the noodles, you idiots. <laughs>
My other one is some of these other musicians, dude. I already talked about etiquette. Some of the other musicians that I have a problem with is, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. A lot of these singers and some of the horn players, a lot of these singers will show up to your gig. Now, let's, let's paint the picture, okay? The gig, the gig starts at 5.30. So I'm leaving my house about 3 or 3.30. I loaded my drums up the night before or earlier in that day. I'm getting ready and showered and ready to go at 3.30, 3 o'clock if I want to stop at Starbucks on the way. I drive to San Diego. It's like at least 45 minutes to an hour away. I get there at 4.30 so I can be set up and ready to play at 5.30. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm set up. I bring a full drum kit. I bring kick drum mic, overhead mic. I bring my inner my little monitor system so I can run in-ears to, so I can hear. I have to sound check that. And then sometimes I have to set up in two different places. Like I have to set up a cocktail hour or I have to set up for, you know, whatever. Then I have to play dinner music and I have to play like a full hour set, 45 to an hour for dinner music. So light jazz, soft music. So that's at 530, right? Yeah. Then at six, you know, we, we, take a break or whatever and we have to or 6 30 we we maybe eat dinner and then we're ready to like do the grand entrances and all that so about 6 15 the singers roll in a singer rolls in okay i've already been there for two hours two and a half hours okay singer rolls in pops like plugs in his wireless mic her wireless mic whatever check 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 okay cool i'm ready they go over the like who's what the names are or whatever and then i have to like play we play all night until 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock right during our dance sets the singers will go okay like they'll hold up their ipad and be like this is the next song okay and and it's and 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 it's like you know whatever bruno mars or whatever and then the other singer has to sing a song so they like take turns on who sings so they're playing half of the music yeah they're playing half of the music and then on top of that some of these singers will when it's their turn they'll go no the guitar player can do one and then it comes back around to them and then they'll go now the keyboard player can sing one so now they're doing like a quarter of the songs <laughs> i see where this a quarter is headed. of the songs <laughs> and then they get done they unplug their wireless mic and they're like all right guys later and they dip out and then 10.30, I'm still wheeling my cart to my car, and I put my drums in my car, and then I drive home. And yeah. I get home at about 11, 11.30, or 12, if that's a 10 o'clock ending gig. Meanwhile, they're already in bed, or they're at the bar drinking. Mm -hmm. I send my invoice. I get paid the same amount that that singer does. That is not cool, and I'm not down with that. I think if you do a quarter of the music or half of the music, you should get paid half the money. I mean, you know? your, your logic is sound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I just don't think I now granted. Yes, I chose this instrument, but I don't like I've literally, I had a, a, a singer that I like highly respect. I've had a singer go like, we've called two songs of hers in a row. And she's like, I just sang one. And like through an attitude, like I just sang one, no, give it to somebody else. And so I'm like, hold on a second. I have to play all the songs. Like I can't just pass it to another person and be like, I already played that song. It's you, I already played a song just now. So we have to skip one song. And then I play them. I'm like, I play all the songs. And like you get paid the same amount as me. Yeah. Well, you don't have to talk to the audience. I don't care. I don't freaking care. I got here. Two and a half hours before you got here. Yeah. And I left an hour after you. It doesn't make sense, dude. I, I, I see that all the time. I Like, when I wear my in-ears, I have the horn players in my ears. You would not believe, dude. Like, I'm not talking about the band you play with that has horns that only work with that band. Like, when, when these guys come into these gigs, you would not believe what the horn players sound like dude it is unbelievable 
Like so many bad notes and squawks and like, I'm like, why would you even think that's a workable melody? That doesn't even like, that has, that is, that has nothing to do with the song. Why is that? Like you guys aren't even playing together. Like seriously, <laughs> all the time I see these horn players with their horn on their mouth and they're not playing. Ooh. I can hear, they're in my ears. They're I can hear them. playing. I've seen the trumpet player put his, like, have it, like, here's the horn part, and he has his horn up to his mouth, not playing a note. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, what if I played drums like that? What if I, what if I really played drums like that? I'm just, hit the drum or not, doesn't matter. Play every other song, sometimes every three songs, you know? Show up at 6.15 when, the, when you know, downbeat is at 6.30, like, what if I did that? And yeah. yet these guys make the same amount or more than what we make. Yeah, I, f I feel you, man. I mean, I guess I, I could understand if there was like a bunch of additional responsibilities. Like sometimes, I know sometimes with those, like the singer will be bringing the PA system and doing MC yeah. duty and stuff. In this group, it's normally the guitar player and they do get paid for that. They get compensated for that. But yeah, I mean, if if you're literally just singing, you're, you're you're not like doing MC or any of that. You just sing like half the songs and dip. Oh my gosh. That's, it makes me so mad. <laughs> that's I could, uh, I'm with you, man. <laughs> you bring one mic, you bring one mic. I mean, and then you have an attitude like, and then, you know, and then like everybody and their mother goes up to them and says, man, you are so wonderful where we're like, backing them up and making them sound awesome and they're just like you are like the best ever oh my gosh you are so great and i'm yeah. like yeah you're welcome sounded very bitter right now you do and oh to add fuel to the fire whenever the band's too loud who's the first person they get they yell at yeah the okay, drummer hold on <laughs> hold on i ain't trying to hear that right that's now. the end of that soapbox <laughs> Here's the third one. So I get to my I get to my gig on uh Saturday, the one that was like the four piece. And I've played this place before. It's a Thursday club in PB and it's like a, a like a it's like a fancy rec hall to have your wedding at. It's like on the overlooking, you know, PB and like or yeah. Uh point not point loma. Um yeah, it's just like in PB and it's just it's a beautiful place. It's really nice. These people were the coolest ever, but we walk in I've, I've had the same problem with this, with this venue, like many, I played here probably at least four times and it's the same guy. He comes up and he goes, okay, so yeah, we have a noise issue here. Um, we're, we have to stay below 88 DB 88. <laughs> That's pretty low. That's like us talking right now. 88 measured at what spot? Well, he he has no idea but they have this this thing this like reader db reader that's like sitting on the other end of the room okay. and it has like a like a uh uh condenser mic on it and then if you go over like 88 db it starts flashing red and he's like you don't want that to flash so you guys need to play quiet and so I'm setting up the drums and of course it's like the, always the same thing. Oh, wow. You guys, Oh, that's a big drum. You don't need, Oh man. You like, you like, he's not saying you don't need that one, but he's kind of like implying, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a problem. We haven't played at all. Like the size of your, he, the size of the drum makes it louder. Yeah. And, and so I started, <laughs> dude, I started going off. Like, then he's like, I pull, I pull out my mics. He's like, are those drum mics? And it's a kick drum mic and an overhead mic. So I can wear my in-ears. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, 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 you're not going to need mics. You're not going to need mics in here. <laughs> and I go, bro, I go, it's for me. It's not even for the room. And then, like, the the other guy that was handling the sound was like, no, no I got it. I got it. And I'm just like, I'm, he could see where I was going. And so I'm like, this is the same freaking situation. I was already on one that we go through every time. I go, I pull out my kick drum. They're like, whoa, whoa, that's a big drum. You're not gonna need that one. I'm like, that is not the loudest drum on the drum set. My snare is the loudest one. The smallest drum in the whole bunch is the loudest one. That shows what you know. So shut your freaking mouth and stop worrying about what you don't know. 
Worry about clipping the grass or whatever it is you do here. Don't worry about sound. Leave that to us. The guy's like, like the mics are just so we can control the sound. He's like, if we can hear it, then we can control it. So just don't worry about it. You're not going to need the mics. You Just trust me, man. You're not going to need them. I'm like, shut your mouth and just go do something else. Just shut up. Don't talk to me. Yeah. And so we put the mics on. Dude, we were playing like cocktail hour set. We were playing, he was playing acoustic guitar. We were playing so quiet. I mean, I was like tapping and the light is just flashing. Like we're, I go, dude, if we're already too loud, we're done. That's hilarious. And so we, we ended up like we were playing and then there was people like in cocktail hour that were standing around like that thing. They were the ones setting it off because yeah. we weren't even playing, and it was still it was still that's, like that's what I was gonna say. I'm sure, like yeah. uh, the closest table is probably setting it off at that at that level, <laughs> dude. I'm just like, and so I he like they're like, man, that thing has been flashing. They were like stressing out, and I said, dude, I said, watch. And so while we were playing the next song, I started like laying into my snare, and it wasn't going off. And I'm like, so it's not us. I'm like, it's just that thing is either broken. And then I saw the guy come up and like put his hands around it, around the mic to see if it would like condense the sound. And the light was just like flashing, flashing, flashing. I'm like, this, this is, this is what I'm saying. This stupid idiot doesn't even know how to work his own device. And he's like, he's telling us that we need to like, don't, you don't need drum mics. No, no, no. It's like, just shut up. <laughs> just, just freaking shut up <sighs> I ain't trying to hear that right now Shut up oh, Gosh, Stop talking to me Sick of these fools Phil I feel you These wedding gigs I've had enough dude I had, I had my fill <sighs> You know what though Like as soon as it slows down We're like we, we say that We say man like when it slows down We're like man I wish I just had work But like you know what? During the whole pandemic, I didn't miss this. Like I missed making money, but I didn't miss that Milo. Yeah, it sounds like he's he's upset about something out there. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cool little guy. Those dudes are those dudes are growing up, man. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. It's I, I didn't miss the the like entitlement of like the wedding person. Like I know everybody gets married, but like it was a big difference on that same gig with the noise. Like the 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 groom and the bride, the bride and the groom were like the literal. Can't even talk. They were like the literal nicest people. The they were literally the nicest people. <laughs> I got you, my lol. <laughs> um. So yeah, and they were just they were totally cool. They just loved music. They didn't like, they had no like protocol songs. Like, no, we, we demand that you play this or that. It was just like, Oh, that's play nice. whatever their note said. We trust you play whatever you think. That's great. I was like, that's cool. And they were just like the the singer went up to him and was like, Hey, is there anything you guys want to hear? And they're like, Nope, you guys are doing great. And it was just like, it was the difference of like somebody who has class and like, you know, they're not entitled, like, you know, little princesses, but they're just like stoked that they're getting married and all their friends are respectful. Like they had like the typical, like one girl that had a little too much to drink and got on stage and tried to like have be the center of attention. But it was like, I was talking about it. I was like, you know, yeah, it's irritating, but at least she had like respect where it wasn't like she just grabbed a mic or wasn't like touching my symbols. She got on stage and she was like trying to rile everybody up. And then she like peacefully got off the stage. She didn't drop the mic on the floor. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> and there's another guy that tried to get on stage and then the singer was like, no, please. And then he was just like, sorry, my bad. And walked, like turned around and walked off. I was like, this is a good bunch of people, man. They're nice people. And you can just, you can tell like their wedding wasn't over the top. It was classy and like simple. And there was love in the room, like love, you know, it wasn't just like, okay, my daddy bought me like a princess wedding and I'm going to do, um, it's, you know, it's over the top and yeah. So uh, enough about weddings, man. I hate weddings. 
sick and tired of this nonsense, dude. Very angry today. It's what wedding season does to me, dude. Everybody's wedding got canceled. And so now everybody's like getting married. Mm. Everybody gets married in, in September, October anyways, but like, good gosh. Goodness gracious. Tired of this, man. This is why you're a true drummer, Corey. I've been seeing like everybody, like uh, everybody playing wedding gigs. Like every every drummer I know, like even like like top level whatever guys that you know are influencers on Instagram or whatever are just like on my wedding gig playing for like an agency, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah. Everybody except Funky Phil. Yeah, don't do it, <laughs> Phil. Hold your ground. Keep your integrity. I'm trying. Only play cool gigs. I'm going for it. I'm trying that. I might. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to do a double drums gig. What? Yeah. I just got weird. It's going to be... Who's the other drummer? Malachi. Oh, he's great. Gospel chops, dude. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be playing drum set or more percussion or a variety mix. I don't know. It's going to be fun. Why would you need? Is it a blues gig? Um, sort of. Like a jazz. I think it's gonna be. It's Anthony's birthday. He's having like a big birthday extravaganza, I think, and uh, can just go for it, have some fun. He's uh, (laughs) Malachi's a good drummer, man. He is. Yeah, I've shedded with him a lot, and he's got he's got some licks. It was hard for me to shed with him because he's got a real gospel chop sound, and like. He's got some serious ideas, like, you know, and uh, for me being right next to him, it's like it shows how much of a gospel tr- drummer I'm not, you know. It shows, like, I don't have that pocket that he has, and then, like, the ideas and the licks are, my my licks and chops are, like, kind of fundamental, and his are, like, different combos and, like, out-of-the-box kind of gospel chop stuff. Oh, cool. So... It was hard. It was hard for me, but it was like, it was just because I kept trying to go that route, like go over to his team, you know, instead of just doing what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be tricky. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to even play drum set or if I'm just going to be doing like congas and other stuff. We'll see. I I did a percussion gig one time with Fig. That was so much fun. I was on percussion and he was on drums and then we kept switching. Nice. I did one of those with Zach Nager where I did percussion. yeah. yeah. And, uh, I he played. I I didn't want to play drums. Even I just wanted him to play. <laughs> Plus, he's like, it's really hard when you're two different sized human beings. Yeah, like me sitting on his drum kit just felt super awkward. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's a. Uh, he would be hard for me, like too, because we're so different, and I feel like you know he's so outspoken and opinionated about what he likes, even though he's really respectful to us and like, he's respectful. He's friends with a lot of drummers, but he's, he likes what he likes. And, and like, I would always feel like I'm like, especially if it was a funk gig, I'd be like, Oh man, he's probably just judging me the whole time. (laughs) 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 Um, There's some drummers though. Like I've done like where I was on drums and Fredo's on uh, percussion. We've done a lot of it and we've had to like solo and stuff. And like, we had this whole breakdown where we would solo, we'd like basically shed and then play together. And like, it was like a big deal for the audience. They loved it. And like, but it was like, I was never really, I was nervous, but I was never really like, I can't play, you know? And I know Fredo's a great drummer too, you know? And he's got more accomplishments than I probably will ever have. But to be able to like solo next to a dude, like, and you know, and he's, he's probably, he's a percussionist too. But like we, there was no switching because I'm not a percussionist, you know. So, um, all right. Well, what's next for you, Funky Phil? What's going on this week? Any cool shows? Um, I'm playing. I'm playing at Humphreys tomorrow with Whitney. Oh boy! Yeah. The backstage or like yeah. main stage? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Backstage be weird. Tuesday probably gonna be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and That's- then. Uh, not much, man. I got Halloween this weekend. I'm stoked. Uh, yeah. Stoked for that. Gonna actually go trick or treating this year, which oh. we didn't get to do last year. What are those? What are those boys gonna be? Um, Felix has the same costume he he rocked the last couple of years, where it's like this kind of like creepy 
skeleton <laughs> dude with like lights in it and stuff. Uh, and okay. Milo wants to be a car, uh, <laughs> which um, I don't. He probably not really shopped around for. Halloween costumes much, but there's not a lot of car costumes. Yeah, so, you have to be like a transformer or something. So I think I'm gonna try to make him one, like use some cardboard or something, cardboard, try to yeah. make him a, a car costume. Or you yeah, know, worst cool. case, we could always get just buy him something and he'll he'll be fine. But I, <laughs> I want to try to make him a, a car costume. I never, yeah, I've never seen um a kid that wants the same costume, the same like n- year after year. Like Felix is just like. Yeah, he's, he's just like, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah. It actually fits him better this year than it did last year. So that's funny. Worked out. <laughs> man. <laughs> that's cool. It's like parents, like, with their kids, man, Halloween's a big deal. Like, it's, you know, I've never, I don't, I don't celebrate Halloween, but like, um, and I don't have kids, but like, some of those, my students' parents are like inviting us to like Fright Night. And like, I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> never, you know, yeah, I love it. It's super fun. We we go to my brother's house and hang out and go, mm. you know, walk around the neighborhood and stuff. And it's really fun. Oh, Daniel Pardell, <laughs> <laughs> David Pardell. I don't remember love his it. name. Sean Pardell. Oh yeah, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Is Steve there too? No, Steve. Stephen Pardell. That doesn't exist. That's not a person. <laughs> You should have named Milo Steven so Milo. then I can. <laughs> Phil, before we go, I don't know what to do about Minel, dude. I'm not mad at Minel. I haven't reached out. I just don't. You're talking I'm not about the position... symbol company now this time, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, my, my Zildjans are like dwindling away. Like, I have I have two cracked symbols again now. So I'm not going to get what I should for them. Nobody wants to pay for them. I just and I'm and I'm like I'm dying to get on minor symbols. I don't know yeah. what to do. I don't know. I don't know how to sell them. I don't know. I got a tour coming up in December. I don't know if I can do it by then and my credit card is charged up with something else that I'll talk about on the next episode. Hopefully. Mm. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, I don't have anything cool. I just have wedding gigs coming up. I mean, I might, I might in a couple of weeks, I might be traveling back to, um, like Vermont to record an album. Ooh. Um, with so who? That's cool. With the Bordellos. Really? Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm stoked on that. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, but, um, other than that, man, you know, I'm just trying to do the drum brigade um, and, you know, keep it super duper real over here. Yeah. Um, working on some great stuff, and I'm hoping, man, I hope I can. I'm supposed to have a meeting today. I'm hoping that we can uh, make something great out of this community of ours. So, um, yeah. What show is this? 116? I want to say it's 120. Oh, boy. Where am I? Where have I been? 120, people. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Show 120, I guess. 119, maybe? 119. Let me look. I have to know. <laughs> Man, I'm so hungry. It is 1225, and I am falling over with Yeah, it's hunger. 120. 120, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you. You guys are great. Thank you. 120. I never thought we'd make it to 100. Um, all right. So, uh, CoreyKingston.com, PhilPardell.com, P H I L P A R D E L L, Corey, K O R E Y, K I N G S T O N.com, Drum Brigade, D R U M B R I G A D E.com. Um, check out all those things if you want to know more information about us. Um, drum brigade is the place for you the drum brigade community the drum community camaraderie over competition our our mantra our mission whatever is all about acceptance and belonging in uh, feeling like you belong in your community the drum community and so um, you should never feel inferior or feel like you shouldn't be able to do um, what we love to do that's drumming so 
If you guys want more information on that or you want to reach out, use the contact form, hit us up, ask questions. We love it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Funky Phil. Thank you for Corey. dealing with all my shenanigans. And uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mike Johnston. Thank you, uh, lovely people. And um, I don't know. We might have a show I'm next week Mike or we Johnston. might not. I have no idea. I don't really even care either over this show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love the show and I love you. And uh, it's show 120 people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stop talking to me. Stop talking. Stop talking to me. First of all, why are you asking me that? I'm black, Mike. I'm the cool person in this group, all right? Black, my, I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. Yeah.